Hey, Nestor's Luxury Sai here, and welcome to Luxury Sai at Home. We are one episode away. I may do a bonus episode um, at the start of Kwanzaa, but we are one episode away from the end of my 11th season as a podcast host. Can you believe that? This show started, this is crazy, on June 26th of 2008. Yes, 2008. My very first episode I'll never forget was, I, it was about Katy Perry's song, I Kissed a Girl and I Think I Liked It. That was like the lyrics. And I remember the outrage I felt in 2008 that this song was on the air. What was it going to do to girls? What were women... Like, it was just... So I that was my first episode as a podcaster. And so if you go back, I'm trying to archive all of my shows. Because here's the crazy thing. In 2008, I still wanted to be on the radio. Like, it didn't dawn on me that podcasting would be a thing. And now everybody has a podcast. Everybody's doing a podcast. Like, it's crazy. I'm glad uh, because my stats show that my my listenership grew 14%. At least it grew by double digits uh, in 2023. So I'm really hoping to um, to change those numbers exponentially, especially since it was not my primary focus. For 2023, my primary focus was getting Urban Cabana set up, getting my um, luxury side lounge set up. So, you know... I believe he who chases two rabbits catches neither, neither, neither or neither. Can somebody in the chat let me know if it's neither or neither? I don't know that one. And I teach etiquette classes. Can you believe that? I should know that. But anyway, um, we're almost at the end of season 11. I can't believe it. And I want to talk a little bit about Hanukkah. You know, the luxury sigh at home is... Really, my whole brand is about helping my clients and my customers create a life at home that reflects the colors, the beauty, and the textures of life, the texture and textures of life in each season. And that's really impactful. It, it, I mean, of course, it's literal, the color, beauty, and texture as an interior designer. I want to change fabrics and material. But really, how does your life feel? How does your life look? What is your what, what, what zones, what aura are you projecting in your life? And, and what you put out is damn sure what you get back. And so the, the spirit of that and the spirit of Luxury Sigh at Home and this podcast is really about helping us understand other cultures, why we do what we do, how we feel, how we feel. And that, that's important to me. I mean, for goodness sake, I went to high school for the humanities. <laughs> My mother, actually, the name of the school is the Bayard Rustin High School or Bayard Rustin High School for the Humanities. And it was on 18th Street and 8th Avenue in New York City. It is now called Humanities Campus. And I was in the Human Relations Club. I was a classroom senator. So taking it back to when I was in high school, which is one of my most favorite times of my life, um, there's always been a place in my soul for understanding, understanding humans, understanding humanity. I mean, high school for the humanities. I mean, come on. Um, Understanding why we do what we do. And then, you know, when I got to the United Nations, it wasn't a shock to my system. I had I had been groomed for that position. And for those of you who may not be familiar, I share it 
eh, ever so often. Um, but I'm President Emeritus of the National Council of Women at the United Nations. And it was my responsibility to travel across the country and hear the challenges and wants and desires of women in this country and then take that back to the UN, the United Nations on First Avenue in New York City. One of the, It's the second most powerful building in this country behind the White House. And see how we can address some of those concerns, the social and economic concerns of women. And there are national councils of women around the world, actually. And so the presidents of those organizations are my peers. They were the women who were on the front lines with me. And so it was great, 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 great work. But I digress. The point is understanding that at the seat of my soul is to have an understanding about humanity, uh, cross-cultural relations, and, and, and world religion, for that, for that matter. You know, I went to a uh, Christian college and an HBCU for my MBA, which I'm almost finished. Well, I'm still enrolled. Um, and so it's really important to me, no matter what you feel about Muslims, Jews, evangelicals, I think we have to have a little bit of a more of an understanding before we can place judgment and pass judgment. And you are listening to my puppy who's in the studio with me in the background. She's craving attention right now. So if you hear her bark, she is nipping at my feet, just like, uh, what is it, Jack Frost nipping at your nose? She wants to sit on my lap. So up, up, up. Come on, baby. Come on, up. So sometimes I video, uh, I record these for video. And so today I did not, and I probably should have. So you could have seen my little puppy, Roxy, on my lap. Um, but anyway, let's get, let's get into this. So we are uh, at the start of Hanukkah in 2023. And I have very fond memories of my friends who are Jewish. I went to an elementary school in New York City, a, a, a very elite, thanks to the grace of my parents, private school, and many of my classmates were Jewish. And I remember asking my mother, um, why can't I go to Hebrew school? Because all of my friends went to Hebrew school. And my mother just was so gracious and kind. She said, Saida, you can't go to Hebrew school. And I'm like, well, why not? And she's like, Saida, you can't go to Hebrew school. And I was probably about fourth or fifth grade so what's that nine or ten ish and she said finally she kind of snapped and you can't go to hebrew school because we're not jewish and so my next question is why not like why aren't we jewish because i want to go to hebrew school with my friends finally my mother in this calm but exasperated tone says because we're not jewish saida we're muslim and i'm like oh okay so why can't i go to hebrew school like i didn't get it and I think there's something to be said about the innocence of a child. I wasn't trying to not be Muslim. I just wanted to go to Hebrew school and be Jewish with my friends. And so I will say this. You know, I learned these songs. Oh, Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Like, I learned all the Jewish songs. What a great... And I, and I didn't understand how that would ultimately impact my desire of understanding, to deepen my desire of world religion. And so I'm not trying to go too far down the rabbit hole, but it's just really fascinating. And I want to share one more little tidbit, and I'll get into um, just the, the basics of what Hanukkah is and why Jewish people celebrate it. I spent time at my grandmother's house in New Jersey, a very, very typical Black family, right? My grandfather worked, my grandmother stayed home. She cooked a big dinner every Sunday. And one of my closest friends... Uh, her grandmother, they lived a couple doors down. 
and we all would go to Sunday school. And so on my way walking to Sunday school, AME Church, Bethel AME Church, uh, I would walk down and pick up my friend. And when we got to the corner, she went to the church on the corner and I had to walk a couple more blocks. I would make a right and had to walk a couple more blocks, very few, to my church. And I remember asking my grandmother, why can't we go to the same church? Like, why do we have to separate? I mean, we're probably, again, eight-ish maybe, maybe nine-ish, you know, old enough to walk by yourself. But we were just doing what we were told. You know, I'd get dressed, put my bobby socks on, my patent leather Mary Janes, go pick up my friend. And as soon as we got to the corner, she'd go into her church and I'd go into, keep going to mine. And my grandmother, once again, well, why can't we go to church together? We're both going to Sunday school. We both have on very similar outfits. Why is there a separation? And my grandmother said to me, because they're Baptists and we're AME. <laughs> explain that to a kid, please. Ex like, for real, explain that to a kid. All we're doing, and back then, you just, do what you, you just did what you were told. You just did what you, hold on, down. Stop biting my feet. You just did what you were told. And so I didn't understand she's Baptist, we're AME, we all believe in what, so you layer that upon, but I'm Muslim, my mother's family is Muslim, the whole family. Um, my father's side was not, obviously. Um, so you layer that with me having a Muslim mother, <laughs> Christian grandparents, and going to school with Jewish kids. Like it just, it. I'm grateful that it didn't send me into this spiral of like, who am I? You know, things like that. It just made me a stud. It made me more inquisitive. It made me truly, hold on y'all. I'm so sorry. Down. Here, go play with your toy. So sorry. This puppy of mine. It just made me really want to understand more of why people believe what they believe. Okay. She has to go out the studio. Out. I hate to put her out. At least it's a glass door so she can see me until I finish this episode. But this is a very serious episode, so I cannot have my puppy nipping at my feet. But anyway, I digress. The point is this. I can't go to a Baptist church because we're AME. I can't go to Hebrew school because I'm Muslim. And so it just kind of makes you really wonder why we want to believe what we believe <laughs> I really wish, I'm so sorry. I really wish I had, let's go. I really wish she's going to her own room. I really wish I had a video. I had recorded this for video. Get in here because then you can see my little puppy. Now she's crying. Okay. She's safe and unharmed. And now I'm walking back to the studio so I can finish my show <laughs> and read my notes. This is crazy. So with that being said, let's, let's, let's get right into this. What is Hanukkah? And I, before I get torn apart on social media about I got this wrong, understand early that this is my attempt to be respectful and mindful of all of the festive and religious holidays during this holiday season. So if I say something that's not right, which I've done my research and I've prepared my notes, let me know. Sai, you were a little off on that. Not um, some word I'm not going to say because I don't want my show banned. Um, just let me know. But just know that my intention is pure. 
and that I really wanted to understand and explain, especially as an interior designer, there's certain customs and cultures you have to understand when you're going into style and design somebody's home. So this is how I understand it. So Hanukkah is an eight day winter season, winter time of the year festival of lights. And it's celebrated with a nightly menorah lighting. So the menorah is what some would call, it looks like a candelabra where it's got the candles and it's wide. And so it really means, the word Hanukkah means dedication. And it's named because it celebrates the rededication of the Holy Temple. There are various spellings of the word Hanukkah. Um, and I've learned over the years that it's pronounced with a, a ch, like that guttural sound. I call it Hanukkah because that's how I understand it. Um, but it, it, it start, it coincides. It typically coincides with the month of December and it runs during various times, just like Ramadan doesn't have a set date. Uh, unlike Christianity that celebrates the birth of Christ on a specific day, Hanukkah dates are fluid. And so as they celebrate holiday, Hanukkah, at the center of it is this festival of lights with the nightly menorah lighting. The center candle is lit first and it holds nine flames. And the one in the center is, is, is in English or as non-Jewish people would understand it as the attendant, which is used to light or kindle the other lights. And on the first night, just one flame is lit. And on the second night, an additional flame is lit. And by the eighth night of Hanukkah, all of the eight lights are kindled. And so special blessings are recited, often to a traditional melody before the menorah is lit. And traditional songs are sung afterwards. And uh, the menorah is lit in every household. It's And it's also, you know, you see them in public places as well. A couple years ago, I don't know exactly which year it was, Joe Biden had a menorah at the White House, which was, I believe, he was the first president to ever have a menorah at the White House. So that was that was impactful. And people were up in arms about that because they want to put the Christ back in Christmas. Um, but they were just in up in arms about it when Melania decorated trees that looked like they belonged in Bergdorf instead of middle America. I thought her Christmas trees were stylish, but I think it, there's a very narrow taste for the way she designed her um for the way she designed those trees. Anyway, so also during Hanukkah, food is eaten. Food is a very big part of it. And the food is fried. And I believe the food is fried in oil. Um, latkes, which is like a pancake, which I ate those. And it's usually garnished with applesauce or sour cream or like a, a special jelly substance on it. But it's, um, it's designed because there's a significance of the oil. They play, the kids play with a dreidel. I mean, I got, I received Hanukkah presents. Again, my mom was just amazing. She just helped me acknowledge everything, um, which some people got pissed off about, but that's another story for another day. Um, but yes, so that that is really the spirit of Hanukkah. It's, th there's also meanings for Jewish people that they want to have proximity or stay close to the lights that there's a protection and that there's wisdom and guidance in the burning flames and some of the messages that they that they believe that Jewish people believe the flickering flames are telling them is to never be afraid to stand up for what's right always increase in the matters of goodness and the observance of the Torah 
And so a little light goes a long way, which I believe that, you know, that's why my logo is a bumblebee. I've explained that many times during this podcast that a bumblebee is so small. It does so much good in the world, but if you cross it, it'll sting you. Um, but during Hanukkah, they celebrate how a little light goes a long way. And it's, and that's true. Um, Hanukkah is unique in that it's, it's not enough to just observe it amongst your own, but it's also, it's the lights teach them Jewish people to shine outwards in their surroundings in, in, in their area and be good and do good in their community. And so I'm going to post a much longer post about what is Hanukkah, how to celebrate Hanukkah. Um, and it's really just to acknowledge this season, this season of gratitude, this season of forgiveness, this season of understanding. And this episode could be um, questioned to some degree because there's the ongoing war, the conflict right now in Gaza. But I also think we need to understand this is a first world country. Americans are elitist on the macro approach to what's going on in the rest of the world. And I know we can't do much, but we can do a little. And so I'm hoping prayerfully as an interior designer and the double entendre of being an interior designer, working on people's hearts and souls and minds, as well as working on their homes, there's a responsibility that comes with helping us just try to understand whether you celebrate it or not, to understand what impact it has on your life and also reinforces you or makes you you personally reflect on why you believe what you believe. Why do we believe what we believe? And I spent many, many years in my life trying to understand why do I believe what I believe? And it wasn't because there was confusion about religion because I had a very good foundation in Christianity, in Islam, and a, a cursory look at Judaism. But I want to know why we believe what we believe. And so I know the Jewish people that I know and I have friended over the years, they are very rich about why they believe what they believe. They're very sure. And, th and that's to be commended to a certain degree. Like know who you are, know why you're here and know why you give of service. And so there will be a post on LuxurySide.com on a little bit more information on Hanukkah, their customs, their celebrations, in the spirit of understanding others during this holiday season, this macro holiday season. And so with that being said, thank you so much for listening. And always remember, we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I'm going to get my puppy out of her room. She was she was put in her room, going to get her. And I will make sure that the next couple episodes are on camera so y'all can see my little puppy. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. And again, we only have one more episode, and that will be the end, the conclusion of season 11. And again, I'll probably sneak in one or two. I'll probably do um, an episode on the first day of Kwanzaa as well. I'm sure I will. And uh, that'll be a bonus episode. And uh, I'll see y'all soon. Have a great day.